Hello and welcome back to another episode of Dating, Laughter and Disasters with me, Lulu Johnson, a show that's all about the highs and lows of modern dating and on this podcast we are laughing about it. Joining me this week are Nicole and Jordan. This is literally a laugh out loud episode. It was so much fun chatting with these two. Not only do Nicole and Jordan tell me about how they met and eventually got married, Nicole also bestows so much advice about confidence and her belief in just getting out there and going after what you want. It inspired me enough that I actually went and printed a photo of Samantha Jones from Sex and the City and I put it on my front door so I can see her when I leave the house every day to perk me up. I'm starting to think maybe I should just put Nicole on there instead, to be honest. If you would like to also come on the show and share your story, get in touch with me on Instagram. You can slide into my DMs at datinginberlin underscore book or you can email me at datinginberlinbook at gmail.com. So without further ado, lads, let's start the show. You. I was about to say uh, Jacola Norton, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's our branch leader. That's our celebrity. Jacola. So, Jacola Norton, welcome to the show. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, let's start with the start. So, Jordan and Nicole, welcome to the show. Welcome. Very glad to be here. Cheers. Very happy Cheers. to be here. Cheers. Cheers. And we've got. A fourth one in the background. <laughs> We've got a little golem in the corner. <laughs> Ivy is joining us for today's podcast. So lads, uh, without further ado, would you be so kind as to introduce yourselves? Who you are, where you're from, how long you've been in Berlin and what your dating status is? Well, I've been in Berlin quite a long time. Uh, I am actually German. So, oh, really? interesting. Oh, oh. A foreigner. <laughs> a foreigner in Berlin, amazing. Um, I'm born and raised in a small town at the Polish border, which is called Görlitz. Um, it's very, very, very pretty, but very, very insignificant. There's not much going on. Um, and so I decided, I think when I was 20, to move to Berlin. And so I spent... Every year since I was 20, um, living in Friedrichshain mm-hmm. um, and experiencing the whole suburb through like this whole time and like all my different periods of, of where I was, like learning a job, going and having four jobs at the same time and then like trying to go party but then couldn't and then like, yeah, trying to date and then realizing, oh, <laughs> that's quite difficult. It's <laughs> <laughs> a touchy subject. <laughs> So um, I had to find a partner who was at the other side of the world. So that is my husband, Jordan. <laughs> and here he sits. Welcome, Jordan. So Nicole's dating status is married. <laughs> <laughs> married to me. Uh, I'm Jordan. I am Australian, living in Berlin for three and a half years. Um, I work in the coffee industry, same as Nicole. We both work in coffee. I've been working in coffee for about 16 years. Wow. Um, primarily in marketing and I don't know, just making it up as I go along. Everyone thinks I'm good at what I do, but you know, I just make it up, which is great. And yeah, my my dating status, yeah, married. Yeah, because um, Nicole, you're you're a pro, really. So you've done podcasts a million times. You actually have your own podcast. I do. Yeah, um, it's uh, a little bit far away from your topic. <laughs> it's about coffee and like professional competitions and coffee. Um, it's called She's the Barista, so for anyone who likes to experience a little bit more about the world of coffee, I don't know. Yeah. Not as exciting as your topic. <laughs> but yeah, 
Very happy to be here. Thank you so much. Thanks. Also for everyone who's listening, that's probably why I sound very weird and not German. Uh, because I have an Australian husband. Yes, I have rubbed off on her. <laughs> all my, all my, More ways than one, huh? <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> this podcast is rated R. <laughs> yes, my terrible accent and my terrible habits okay. have rubbed off yeah. on my wife. And I'm the only one that rubs off on her. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where we were going. Oh, oh, of course, you're That's what we're here for. Very good, very good. He's getting too brave. <laughs> and Ivy, while you're here, you may as well just say hi. Hello. <laughs> I've been here before. You've been here. You, you know. I'm just is. here to uh, make drink the wine. Yeah. Just, I'm just drinking wine. We're drinking wine, having fancy Standing cheese bars. <laughs> well, we're having fancy. <laughs> so, lads, one of you start then with one of your most interesting, crazy, wild, anything interesting dating stories. So I guess I'll start. Um, this will be interesting. Oh, I've got many. I've oh, got many. We're ready. I don't know if I've heard them all. So. No, oh. I don't know. So I just remember now, uh, it actually started right when I moved to Berlin and I moved um, kind of like in a hurry, like I just wanted to get away from, from my old life and where I was because it's so really boring. Um, and then we found a flat um, that the flatmate searched at the time that I also didn't know and he's like, oh, I'm going to move in there like in three weeks, but you already like can go in there and I'm like, all right. So I had this apartment at Jesner Straße in Friesland and with like tiny little bit amounts of furniture and my dog. And I was just walking through Friesland. It was, everything was so magical. And I was like, oh, I'm in the big city. It's like <laughs> Vanessa Carlton playing in the background. <laughs> um, and it was spring. It was like... Um, Close to the 1st of May, I remember. So I was walking with the dog through the suburb down to Simondastrasse, and there was a, a guy who asked me in English. At the time, my English was terrible. Oh. Like, I couldn't... I, I had school English, that was it. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, oh, I just wanted to ask you, where's, like, good Asian around here? And I'm like, I don't know. I just moved here, like, three weeks ago. I think this one. Is <laughs> a good Asian restaurant? Yeah. Okay. Is there any good Asian food to eat? Ah, oh, food, food, got it, got it, got it. So anyway, I was just like, uh, I guess they're cool, bye. Uh, and I walked around with my dog and just like, oh, it's so lovely. People talk to you here on the street. So international. <laughs> I was thrilled. Um, and then the guy came up to me again like a couple of meters down and he's just like oh i'm so sorry I, like i actually didn't want to ask for like any asian food <laughs> um i just thought you look really cool and i'm playing a gig tonight and i wanted to ask you if you want to come oh my god and i'm like forward oh and i was just like that is so interesting i'm like of course yes no problem like, he just write my name down on the list. And I'm like, I went home and I was like so nervous. Didn't know anyone in the city. Like, didn't know anything. Didn't know where this um, club was. Being a perfect German, I had to like walk the distance before to know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing Germans do? Maybe it's a thing that I do. Okay. 
Just to make sure I don't get lost. <laughs> exactly, 347 strides. <laughs> Perfect. Well, then I drank a bottle of Rotkäppchen Rosé uh, to be brave enough to go there. And then I went there and I was at the door. Rosé is, uh, this stuff you're talking about is Prosecco, basically, for Germans. Zekt. Yeah, but Zekt Rosé. Oh, Rosé, so, okay. That was, like, at the time, a very popular drink. <laughs> um... And then, yeah, we went to this club, and then I realized that the band that he was with was, like, at the time, like, the most famous UK um, drum bass band that's ever been around. And I was just like, oh, so, like, after the show, should be the tour bus and everything. What? And, like, and they were just like, that's nice. Let's go to mine. Let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it so. for the people who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Intercourse. <laughs> so that was like my very first week, and then obviously he fucked off to UK. Like he was busy. But who was he? And what band was it? Well, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, but it was the biggest um, German bass at the time. Is that rudimental? So yeah. wait, so he told you it was the biggest German bass band? No, it's research it. Like oh, they were all really nice there. and very subtle. And you found it on the Google. <laughs> anyway. On the Googs. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but that for me was like the first week or the first few weeks in Berlin. And I was just like, oh, this is how dating works. You just talk to a person on the street. It's that easy. And then ever since then, if I saw a person on the street that I liked, I just went, walked up to them. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I didn't I don't know if you want to, but would you like to meet me here tomorrow? I've seen you around. I find you very attractive. <laughs> would you like to go to a drum and bass gig and then fuck? <laughs> With me. <laughs> and I tell you one thing, I never got a no. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, good luck with you. would say no, come out of the You were a good looking lady, so I wouldn't say that. Yeah. But you didn't, did you? You said I do. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Uh, okay, so tell me more about like your confidence, uh, this 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 path that you've taken, where you just ask people out. Is this a what in the past was it a very normal thing then for you to do? This was your introduction to city life. Ask people, and you get a yes. I think it's like if you learn a trade, or if you if someone tells you, oh, you have to do it like this. You're like, oh, okay. This, this is how I do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry so much for all the listeners. We have an automatic cat food dispenser. It's all right. We have to take it out and post. It's fine. <laughs> um, so after that, then you spent a couple of years being single, and you just no, actually, then um, I met my first long-term Australian boyfriend. Oh, I know. <laughs> It's, she it's has so a talk, but to say it in front of my ass. For reference, I'm the second. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but like, there was a guy sitting on a street somewhere with a laptop, and I walked past, and I was just like, huh, <laughs> why not? And I just walked back, and I'm like, sat down next to him, speaking in very fast German, saying, like, I usually don't do this. Wink. <laughs> um, <laughs> but would you like to go on a date with me tomorrow? And he was just like, smiling the whole time and nodding, and then he said, like, I don't speak German. And I'm like, that's absolutely fine. Will you want to meet me here tomorrow at 21? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, all right. And oh. then we met the next day and then we were in a four-year relationship. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so oh, I was sick. Oh, my God. I'm like, so much. It was a long, 
It was a long time wow. of a relationship, but you know, you, you remember those relationships that you had for a long time, and then you remember what actually happened in those years, and you can't remember. My longest was two and a bit. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can't right. really. That relate. was one of those. Like, I, he's a great guy, but I just don't remember an awful lot of things happening during that time. So yeah, we were together for over six years. Um, thank you for reminding me, husband. Um, <laughs> and he is the reason why I learned. English. Oh, that's where your accent came from. Yeah. Mm. And then I had English confidence, English speaking confidence, mm -hmm. when I then became single again. And I was just like, oh, the world is my oyster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I can flirt in any language. Yeah. <laughs> you would How want your mother you, to hear. Jordan? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I have stories like you where it's like confidently striding up to someone in the street and saying, meet me here at 21 o'clock. <laughs> I'm not a moment too late. Exactly. <laughs> I think I, w I was probably a bit more timid with dating until I was like maybe like 23, 24. I had a couple of like semi-long-term girlfriends, like three years here, two years there. But it was when I first started using Tinder. I was using, I was living in, in Madrid in Spain for a year. And I had just broken up with a long-term girlfriend all year, three years or so. And so I, you know, I got on Tinder, it was like, you know, very cool at the time, you know, the big thing. And I went on a few dates and they didn't go very well and... Yeah, I know. I just learned to like, I don't know, I, 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 that confidence that you learn when you go on lots of dates is just kind of like, I know the routine, I know what to say, not, not what to say, not in like the way that it's a game, but just kind of like, I, I feel like I crack the formula. Mm. So when I moved back home to Australia, I quickly lined up a few dates my first few weeks back there. And one of them was with this girl whose name I've completely forgotten. And you know, those dates within the first two minutes, you're like, this is going to be shit. Mm. This is, like, we're not, we don't click at all. This is not the vibe at all, but she's like, let's go to this pub. And it was this like, you know, old fashioned pub in my hometown that I'd never been to. She's like, I can't believe you've been there. Let's go there. And so we go to this pub and we sit down, we, you know, order some food and there's a band playing. And I get the veggie burger because I'm, I'm vegetarian. I hadn't mentioned it at the time, important detail. And then she orders, you know, the, the triple beef burger or something. Anyway, as we're waiting for our food, she proceeds to go on this rant about how all vegans and vegetarians are giant pussies, that were her words, not mine, and that she hates them all and she never wants to meet one, let alone be in a room with one, and blah, blah, blah. Wow. Our food comes, we're getting through our food, and she's got, you know, the blood dripping down her cheeks and is speaking between the bites, just like, beef is the best. <laughs> it was awful, awful. But, you know, I couldn't, like... I don't know, I hear people about, like people making excuses during dates. It's just kind of like, oh, you know, it's an emergency or oh, my, my bathroom's flooding, I have to go. I can't do that. I, I just, I, I, I don't know if I'm too polite or I'm just, you know, something else, like too, uh, not confident enough to get up and straight away, but I'm like, no, push through, push through. And then she asked me how my, how my food is, still with beef in her mouth, mind you. So how's your food going? <laughs> <laughs> This is even the best part, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I say, oh yeah, my, my lentil burger is very good. And then, you know, she stops me chew like. <laughs> yeah. Are you a vegetarian? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, actually I am. I, I forgot to mention that. And she's like, oh fuck. <laughs> anyway, at, at this point, like, you know, we're kind of finishing up our food, thank God. Because, you know, she ate, like, a fucking, I don't know, a horse who hasn't been fed for, like, ten weeks or something. <laughs> um, and then the, so the band that's next to us stopped playing. They were, like, a light jazz band or something, like, you know, very, very nice uh, atmosphere. 
And they go, we'll be taking a short break for 10 minutes. Uh, we'll be back. If you have any requests, let us know. <laughs> to which she turns and immediately screams, play Wonder Woman. <laughs> and I shit, I shit you not. If, if anyone's seen like the original Ghostbusters movie, where like people get possessed and they're like, I am the key master. <laughs> it was that kind of voice. She just turns and goes, Play Wonderwall. <laughs> Screams at them. Everyone in this old pub, like bar, is looking at us. The band is turning, just going, Who is this demon that's speaking to us? <laughs> I should have left in the first two minutes, but as I said, I'm too polite, I can't do it. Anyway, we, we you know, end up having a few more drinks and like, yeah, nothing in common, just terrible. Say, I, just said, I just don't understand about you. Every time you told me stories like this, I would have like left immediately. <laughs> But not Jordan, no. I he's no, too no. polite. Yeah, it's too polite. Polite. Yeah, okay. He's too polite until mm. the end. But okay. He goes I mean, through. We'll, we'll, circle, we'll uh. circle back to this a little bit later, but how, how many times have you been walked out on a date by a man? Never. Never? No, no, I've mutually agreed. I've mutually agreed to end the date. Okay, so you haven't been walked out on? No. I'm fabulous. I think part of it is down to like politeness kind of thing like me personally I'm just like I'm not just going to walk away from someone because I feel like that's really rude you don't but give up easy also I think that like you know it's this kind of thing with, with women they're just like fuck this like yeah I'm not going to put up with a shit, a shit guy a shit situation I'm out of here whereas a guy we don't get told to do that we're usually the perpetrators okay we yeah. usually make the situation shit mm. so anyway we can circle back to that later anyway the date continued so, <laughs> oh, you really are polite. Yeah. Oh, He's polite you, too. You have no idea. Too so, <laughs> Not anymore. No, so anyway, we ended up having a few more drinks and she lived not too far away. And so she's like, do you want to come back to my place? And I'm like, oh, like, I, I'll drop you there. I have to work in the morning, blah, blah, blah. And I've had too much you know, to drink. I shouldn't be driving, but I'm like, I want to get this done with. I'm not walking it back. So we get back to her place. She's like, oh, come in. Like, I'll show you the place. I'm like, no. Just for, just for a minute, just for a drink. So we go it's in. John's voice. Not the girl's voice. That's John. Exactly. Sure thing. <laughs> so anyway, we go in and she's like, oh, my housemate's asleep. She has the downstairs bedroom. Like, I'll take you upstairs. And, you know, you can see my room. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we go up and she puts on, like, I think it was like Steely Dan or something. And she was just like, oh, you know, listen to the riff and this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. One of these people. And yeah, then anyway, we ended up having sex because, because she came on really strong. It was this kind of like jump on situation. And I was like, if I just like force her off down and say, no, thanks and walk out, it'll be super rude and she'll feel terrible. I've okay. never met a man in my life who has so many stories to tell of, of terrible dates. And he's like, well, and then I had to sex. sleep with her. Oh, God. No, I didn't have to, but like, you know. It was, kind of. No, but it would be, it would be rude to be like. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe that there's a man who's like, it it would be rude not to. Can I just say no? So many women do that all the time. For sure. I've never never thought about... It happens to men. Yeah. It's kind of nice to hear it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you've... No, no. It's it's awful. And and I don't want this to come across as like, it's not a pity thing or anything like, oh, you know, throw him a bone, that kind of thing. Not that at all. (laughs) No, not that at all. It's more like, do I want to be the guy where it's like, 
oh, you know, we went on a date, we slept together, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, maybe a second date, definitely not in this case. Or like, you know, a gentle letdown later of like, oh, thanks for the other night, but like, it's not going to work out. Let's stay friends or not. <laughs> that kind of thing. Or would it be worse to say, oh, yeah, like we had a, we had a date, whatever. I threw myself on him or I, you know, I came on to him or like, blah, 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 I kissed him and then he like, he bailed. Which would be worse? Well, the problem is that lots of fellas back, like when I was dating like an absolute hoe, um, I would um, I would find that I'd be sleeping with guys and then they'd disappear. And so maybe lots of them didn't want to say no, whereas I'd prefer in the moment say no, then it's done. I'm not a disappear person though. If I have a really good date or a really bad one, I, I always follow up. But that, wasn't that, always, yeah, always. but wasn't that the date that kept following up on you in the gym? No, I know she didn't follow up. I love so. you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to Wonderwall. <laughs> the worst thing, so I think, I, yeah, I, I think I you know, kind of text a few days later or something, just being like, ah, oh, great time, didn't really feel the chemistry, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I got something back saying, like, no worries, blah, blah, blah. And so I went to the gym with my friend Hannah a few days later, or maybe a week later, and she had never been to like, you know, a gym where you lift weights. She'd only gone to like run on the treadmill or something. So she's like, take me, like, you know, I want to get a big booty, let's do some squats. I'm like, cool, go to the gym. So we go there, and then, you know, she's mid-squat or something, and I feel like my, the side of my head is burning. <laughs> and then I turn, and then it's this girl, the Wonderwall girl, is on the other side of the gym, and she has just finished, like, a high-interval training session. She is, like, red like a tomato. She is sweaty, like, <laughs> terrifying-looking, hair all over the place, and she is just, like, burning a hole in me with the stare, just and the heavy breathing, the breathing with the shoulders are heaving, just like, <sighs> If she's listening, sorry, but yeah, I can't, I can't remember her name, but let's call her Jess. But Jess comes over and it, you know, kind of walks over. I'm like, Oh, hi, Jess, how are you? This is my friend Hannah. Blah, blah. Obviously, it looks like I'm like with my girlfriend or something, or I'm on, on like a weird gym date. And so she stands there almost in complete silence. She says hello, and I'm like, Hi, this is so and so, blah blah blah. And then she stands there silently, and it was awful. It was like three minutes of me just rambling, just like, Oh, yeah, we're just here. Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make excuses like we'd already done the kind of like you know thanks for the date but like it's not going to go anywhere blah 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 and then I'm getting this like sweaty <laughs> sweaty <laughs> stare on the side of my head with the drops it was slowly so, like... it was so uncomfortable yeah thank god I never saw her ever again but... isn't it funny like that so like you never saw her ever again because this has happened to me a lot Ivy said there recently that like mm. I always bump into my exes I don't anymore but there was a time every time I would someone would end up with me or I would end up with them I'd see them the next day like and for Maybe a week, like nearly every day after that, like because you know Friedrich and everyone kind of dates each other. It kept happening to me, and since then, like say seeing them three times in one week after dating them, I've never seen them ever again. It's such a strange thing. And maybe so the you fact need to date outside of your neighbourhood. Well, <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving to Weissensee for a reason. Oh, I've dated nice. everyone in Friedrich's <laughs> It's time yeah, to sell my house in Weissensee, yeah. you know. So I'd rather that, have a mid-date rejection to understand mm -hmm. my behavior at the time wasn't good. Because how many dates did you have where you were like drunk? Like when I'm older, I'm looking back and I'm like... Oh. Could have done better. Yeah, yeah, so much better. Yeah, exactly. Not just for him, but also for my own sake, my own time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like maybe at the time I didn't present myself dateable. Obviously not, because I was shit-faced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's true. Like they say, like, you know, recent... Um, reels that you'd see online it's like recent go, studies have shown recent studies have shown <laughs> on TikTok on TikTok, <laughs> on TikTok.
TikTok studies have shown you should go and date sober first so you can see how of they course. are like sober and so how you are acting sober. But for years, because I actually loved dating as a hobby. Like I just enjoyed mm. going out, getting drunk with these guys and seeing mm. what, what would happen. But like that was my mistake was just going on drinking dates, to be honest. You know, because then things might just happen too quickly and then sometimes lads are like, nah, it's too easy. Yeah. You know? I think that was our big benefit because when we met, we were both absolute whores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to whores <laughs> Tell the meeting story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I have to, need to hear yeah, the right? love story. Yeah, so, I was uh, just after I've broken up with like this long-term boyfriend who's Australian and I went to the world so there's a thing that's the world coffee championships and it's very nerdy so please don't look it up but um <laughs> we go there <laughs> it's not cosplay it's our thing um so at the at the year 2017 the world competition was in budapest and i've already been to budapest and i knew my way around and it's a convention where you go and you visit the city a little bit and budapest is very thankful because it's so small mm-hmm. so every time you cross the corner you saw someone from the international coffee com- community and so you got into a chat and it was like amazing it was june it was warm it was summer it was just a great atmosphere and for me at the time um, I mean, I'm always 29, but I actually was 29. <laughs> um, but I'm always 29. Don't oh, look. Right. Don't yes, look. So 29 plus one for the rest of us is 30. Yeah. For Nicole, 29, 29. plus one is 29. Okay, cool. I'm, wow. I'm stuck in a time loop. Right. That's why I don't age. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I guess how old she's turning next year. <laughs> 29. <laughs> um, so I was 29. Um, just split up and I was just like yeah it's it's a great time to be alive and I at the time because I split up and I was just like obviously as a girl you're nothing except for your beauty and your skinniness I didn't eat a lot um, I was very skinny like the confidence that you think people have when they go out on dates like it comes from sometimes from a very bad place and mm-hmm. for me that very mm-hmm. bad place was like torturing myself just go to the gym never eating anything to think that I look hot enough so people would date me mm-hmm. um, very like, I looked fierce I looked <laughs> I looked hot <laughs> I still look hot now but now I look hot because I'm co- it's truly confident mm-hmm. not because I think I have to have a size mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to the after party and let me tell you, oh God, I hope no one's listening from the coffee community, but it's like a lot of guys that are nerds and a lot of girls that are nerds. And then there's a couple of girls that are beautiful. And then there was me who was smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence girl. The confidence. I love it. A black short dress. No, you look good. Oh, I look good. Um, But anyway, I went to this party. I was just like, oh yeah, I'm trying to look nice. Hopefully, I've like not eaten enough. It's like nowadays, I would like want to go back to myself then and be like, you're so fucking hot. Back then, I was just like, I hope I look nice. (laughs) Uh, And um, anyway, everyone else obviously saw that I looked very hot. Um, so I got like constantly grabbed by people trying to chat with me, and as the, as the evening like went on, they, they got more and more drunk, and because it's like ninety percent of men, and they're all nerds, um, I was just like too polite to say like, 
this isn't this isn't going anywhere like this conversation mm. like you just want to I don't know where, why you want to chat with me um, so I got stuck in a conversation with with I can't remember it was a Greek or Italian person man but he was just chatting and chatting and chatting and he probably was as high as my nipples oh, wow. in terms of like not high like he was like not very tall and I was just like how do you think this is going to work <laughs> yeah I don't know um And I was just like, oh, trying to be really polite, not getting out of the situation. I was like, yeah, yeah, mm, talking about coffee. And then, like, I saw Jordan behind me, who I've seen earlier the evening, but we haven't talked to each other. We were actually introduced to each we other. We were introduced, but yeah. that was it. We just, like, shaked hands, shook hands, mm. um, and that was it. I saw him behind me, and he was just like, sorry for all of the listeners, Jordan is a... God of the sun. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> he's no, just like... Turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> so Jordan What is she there. means is... I'm so a, cute. I, I, he's quite tall, very well built. He used to play rugby and he has like red golden hair. and like A big and ginger basically. Yeah. Soft orange. Oh. Sorange. Yes. Sorange. <laughs> But you know how there's so ginger. many people that don't suit the ginger hair and he's just like yeah, the like most all, beautiful person. Orange was created for Jordan, wasn't oh. it? it was, yeah. I mean, 98% of gingers are gross, so... <laughs> <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> the rest of you can't. <laughs> That's why I'm very quiet now. Um, speaking to an Irish woman. <laughs> Jordan, is, Jordan is very, very handsome. Jordan is a very, very handsome man. So he was standing behind me facing... Not facing me, we're, like we were back to back. Mm -hmm. And I take my arm and put it on his shoulder and I turn him around very gently and I whisper into his ear, please help me. <laughs> and he just turns around and he just sees the situation. I'm like, have I introduced you to my boyfriend yet? And John was so switched on. He was just like, hey, hi, yeah, how you doing? And then we, he was like hugging me and saying like, oh yeah, we like don't really see each other that often, but like it's every time we like we go to this coffee company, it's great. Like we're doing long distance. Like I'm from Australia, she's from Germany. We like share like most of the oh, there's like we just made this whole story up, and the guy wouldn't leave. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he, he was staying through it. I think it's because he mentioned like a long distance thing. He's mm. like, I can sneak in in the interim. And then I was just like, okay, we need to make it more boring. Or maybe he was too polite. Also. <laughs> <laughs> too polite to bail. You met your match. And then I started talking about towels. I was like, oh yeah. And then every time we travel, we need to like calculate the towels because you never know if you're an Airbnb, do they have towels or they don't have towels? I was like, surely, surely this is so boring. It's like, has to go and like I was just like constantly hoping that Jordan's gonna pull through and he's just like yeah like she always takes too many towels oh this sounds like a lovely <laughs> scene doesn't it it's lovely. and finally he goes finally and I just turn around to Jordan and I see all of Jordan's friends behind him being like what the fuck did you just do and I, I just say like Jordan thank you so much this guy just wouldn't leave my side and Jordan's like you're very welcome it was probably more like hey random guy yeah. who I shook hands with before and didn't ask his name yeah. thank you so much hey you hey you <laughs> so I, I, maybe I should take over the second half of the story mm -hmm. because the uh, the, the recall of the story has changed over the years a little bit Oh, right. Mm. That was a very original setting. No, no, no. No, it was original setting, but the, the details, details have emerged over the years, which I thought you knew, but they didn't. 
Anyway, oh, so. Yes, oh, yeah, there was a big scandal. Whilst Nicole was strolling around Budapest, running into coffee people and blah, 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 I was living my best life. I was on a, you know, I was, I'd taken a week off work to come to this convention because a friend of mine was competing in one of these nerdy coffee competitions. And so a friend and I had an Airbnb and we were kind of just hanging out, exploring the city, blah, blah, blah. And I, I actually had some other friends in the, in the coffee industry who were there as well, including one girl that I had slept with years prior. So we meet up with her, like hang out, and she's a friend with her. I end up, we all end up getting really drunk. I end up sleeping with a friend, so, you know. Such a whore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but then, you know, that, that was kind of, you know, start of the week and blah, blah, blah. But they were all, the, but these two girls were also at the convention. So it comes to the after party, and everything Nicole said is completely accurate. We go through the hotel situation, this annoying Greek, American, Italian, whoever it was. And then after we've gone through this whole debacle, Nicole's like, you know, let's get out of here. Let's go somewhere else. And let's go have a drink. I said, yeah. Oh. I think it was sexier than that. It's like, let's go have a drink. <laughs> it was well, also like, a voice. <laughs> you know, it was a wonderful voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Across the street, there was a, a ruin bar. So Budapest is known for its ruin bars. Um, and there was one really beautiful one just across the street. And I said to him, like, I know a bar. Let's go there. It's really fun. Yeah, so the, we, we go to this bar and it's all, well, we're about to go to this bar. It's all fun. So Nicole and I are about to walk away. And then this girl who I had slept with earlier in the week comes up and is like, where are we going? And I'm like, oh, we, the two of us, Nicole and I are going to this place. And she's like, oh, cool, let's go. Oh, wow. And so I was so confused. I was like, who's this And guy? I was like, panic, <laughs> panic, panic. No, I was just like, I'm not even thinking that far. I'm like, this guy's obviously flirting with me. Yeah, like, but then, there could not be a possibility. And then, of course, like the 1% pathetic male part of my brain is just like, this could work out well for me. Threesome? I'm just kidding. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Anyway, so the three of us go to these room bars, and like, and so I remember one part in which this other girl who was also German, making it even more confusing. Other girl goes to the bathroom, and then Nicole leans into me and goes, "You know, do you want me to go? What's the situation here?" And I'm like, "No, I want the other girl to go." And so anyway, she comes back, which for me was a clear sign that they haven't been hooking up with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like she's trying to have a shot. That was my part of the story. Mm -hmm. oh, she's trying to have a shot. But he says, like, no, I don't want her to be with... I didn't know that they were already sleeping together. Had slept together. Mm. It, was, it wasn't a continuing thing. So I thought... Anyway, so we end the night. We end up outside one of these... I think we went to a second bar as well. We end up outside. And then Nicole's like, so I'm going this way. You know, nodding to the left. Also, I stacked all of your pockets with my business cards. Yeah, you filled all my pockets <laughs> with your business cards throughout the night. So I had about 50 of them. And then... You'll never forget me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going this way. And so the other girl grabs my arm. It's kind of, oh, we're going that way. And I'm like... And that was it. And that, and, that was kind of, and that was kind of it. That was the end of the and night. And it had gone so fast. I'm even joking now. Like, it was just like, she was just like, so like, oh, we're going this way. Bye. And it was like, oh... And that was the end of them. It, that was the end of the night. But luck would have it, I had pockets full of business cards. <laughs> but yeah, but and the next morning I was flying out, and so I went to go to the airport, and I didn't have many, very many clothes with me, so I put the same jacket on. I'm like, what are all these business cards? Like, oh yeah, Nicole. Mm. Get to the airport with my friend, and who do I see in the food court at the airport? 
It was my, me. My future wife. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there with my friend. I'm tremendously hungover. He's Muslim, so he doesn't drink. So he's being really smug and like, you know, really happy with himself. <laughs> and yeah, Nicole comes over and we all, the three of us brewed a coffee at the table together. Nicole was flying to Rome for a holiday or something. And then I was flying back to Australia. And then, yeah, she's like, well, you've got my business card. Let's keep in touch. And so we ended up, we stayed in touch for a year. One and a half years. One and a half years. It was like a little... And that was the thing. That was the thing that I think was so different to everything else that I've experienced in Berlin. So like we told each other because he was so out of reach. He was like, he's living basically on the other side of the world. Um, And I had all of these dates. All of these dramas, honey, like everything. <laughs> I had an affair oh, with honey. a married man. I've had like a really rocky situation with a musician. Then I have finally had a nice guy, but I like didn't like him that much. Like everything. And I told Jordan everything because he was not a possibility for me where I had to be a fake like oh I'm 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 great Mm -hmm. you know like when you date you want to sell the best version of yourself and I never had to do this to Jordan I just told him everything's shit or everything's nice we were like sexy pen pals in a way we were because you know we we both dated other people we had boyfriends girlfriends and blah 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 and then in the in-between when we were both single you know there were nudes you know, sexy Lots messages and stuff. But then, you know, of course, you know, there'd be nudes. And then all of a sudden, there'd be a message from one of us to the other saying, I'm actually seeing someone now. So, like, yeah. But, but then, yeah, yeah, all then of this, like, honesty between us made it really different to any of the de- dating situations that I've ever had in Berlin. Because I always, like, especially in my 20s, I felt this pressure to be, like, impressed the other. To be the cool girl. And yeah. To be, yeah. And, like, yeah. yeah. So, but, what, what, like, there's a lesson in this then. It doesn't matter if you're living abroad, as in if, if your lover is living abroad or not. The important thing is to be extremely honest with the person that you're into. And so also to be they, really honest with yourself. Yeah. Like, why do you want to sell a better person of yourself? Like, if it, it, it was really, like, I didn't eat, I, I did so much sport, I overworked. And I already was recognized for my business. Like for the, not for my business, but for the job that I do. Mm. Like everyone already thought like, oh, she's great. The only person who didn't think I was great was myself. Mm-hmm. So I always tried to like impress all of my dates with being like, oh, I'm, I love music. And I fucking hate going to concerts. It's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I always had the opposite thing. I always tried to undersell myself. Because I felt as though if they learned good things about me later on, then it would just kind of be like stacking on top. Mm-hmm. If they like baseline me, mm-hmm. simple me, then all the other things would be seen it just as like... just gets better. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Like I wouldn't want to go into a date and just be like, I'm amazing because then they'll figure out that I'm not. So Maybe it was my imposter because I think as a woman it's very hard to mm-hmm. be impressing because we're never funny. What are you talking about? I am my head. I'm we si- are we I'm, are hilarious. But as a I'm as sitting a with woman? the three funniest women in Berlin. You yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what I mean though? You mean that men don't expect that women are going to be that funny or if we well, are you're either pretty or funny. Can't be both. Bullshit. No. I don't know. I don't, yeah, we're uh, all both. I don't know who taught you that. I don't know. Well, I, I see what you're saying. I think the stereotypical idea is that sexy is all funny cannot be sexy. Funny is goofy. Goofy is not sexy. Therefore, yeah. you're either sexy or you're funny. And also, successful can't be yeah. funny. You can't be an all rounder. Yeah. 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 
Anyway, so then the next thing that happened was one and a half years later, so Christmas 2018, Jordan sent me a message being like, I want to come to Berlin for Christmas. And I'm like, the fuck you are? Why? (laughs) I was was, was like, why? I was way more chill than that. I was like, I'm thinking about coming to Germany for Christmas. I might be around Berlin (laughs) if you want to hang out, blah, blah, blah. I don't know anyone in Germany. He was like, let me check my calendar. (laughs) Scheduling the dick appointment. (laughs) Scheduling out all of the others. (laughs) Lovely. So I arrived on Christmas morning, 2018. My flight was a little bit late, and all these things happened. Anyway, I'm about 45 minutes late to meet Nicole at the bus stop, and I get out. I was furious. I wasn't accustomed to the German gruffness and like <laughs> and meanness, so she's like, you are so late. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Then yeah, things just kind of kicked off from there. Um, and then he left. How did you get to the point of marriage? So, after... Sar. After I moved to Australia, it was very, it's like very, very fast for me to be like, I think I want Jordan to come to Germany and the easiest would be if we would be married, but also I really love him. So why not? So anyway, I was just like, I should just do it because he's too polite. I don't know. So I ran around and I was just like, oh, it's so easy to propose to a man because you, all you need is like a stupid silver ring. <laughs> you don't need to look for a stone. You don't need to look for anything. So I just got a silver ring, which was very... It was pretty... So it's just a silver ring. Like Mind you, she'd been in the country for four weeks yeah. at this time. Oh, Correct. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very fast. It was just like November. I was just like, let's get a ring. Like, I need to make this the best proposal of all time. And I got a book. It was a dollar fifty. I took it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, and the book was actually like I didn't read the book I was just like that's a great cover that'll do the job and then I opened it it was Treasure Hunt and I was just like Treasure Island oh Treasure Island the idea was that I asked Jordan throughout circling words in the book it is a long time since we met but a short time since we are together so that would involve going through finding the word it yeah. And the next word is. But, the next word are. So she circled words throughout the book to form sentences. But then there was never marriage. So the last ones were just like, so now I ask you, will you say yes? And then like three question marks circled in. And I was just like, that'll do, pig. So I took it on our holiday. <laughs> <laughs> took it on our holiday. We went on a holiday. And then... Um, we woke up one day and it's just like sunny and ah, you know how we are on holiday. Uh, we went for, I wanted to say we went for a swim in the beach, but we just sat in the water and then we came <laughs> out again. We were, we were on the, the, south, the southern coast of Bali and we didn't know that the low tide was a super low tide. Like, you got your toes wet. So we were sitting in inch deep water. <laughs> it was fast, our magical holiday. Uh, and we went back to our bungalow and Jordan just like sat down. I just made a coffee. And he was leaning back and he was just like, oh, I think this is the perfect day. I think this day couldn't get any more perfect. And I started panicking. I, I jumped up. I'm very much a not subtle person at all. I was I just like, tell. stay here. You don't say. <laughs> stay here. 
Uh, and Jim was just like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, so I went inside, searched for the book, got the book, and just like handed him the book. And, and in the first page I wrote, um, thank you so much for loving me. This is a little treasure hunt for you. Uh, and then something like Merry Christmas or like belated Merry Christmas or whatever. Um, because it was just after Christmas. And he opened it and he's like, oh, a treasure hunt. Um, <laughs> Fun. <laughs> yeah, so uh, maybe I should tell this part. So I get the book and I open it and, you know, I'm like, oh, treasure hunt, fantastic. So then I, I turn the next page and the, the only word circle is I. I'm like, okay, I? It's a clue. <laughs> <laughs> I turn the next page, it's like, remember. It's like, oh, okay, i got to look at the circle words, go through. I remember the first time we met, as Nicole said, blah, blah, blah. I, wanna, uh, I want to ask, will you say yes? And I keep flicking through, and I'm like, flick, flick, flick. I'm like, fuck. Is this the end of the clues? And I look up at Nicole, and... I was sweating. Do you... (laughs) If you remember the feeling I had when someone, a sweaty woman, was burning a hole hole on the side of my head with a stare. Similar scenario, not in a gym, in a bungalow in Bali. She's staring at me, and yeah, sweating a little bit. So I'm like, fuck, I better get this right. So I turn back and I'm like, okay. It starts I, from the start. I start now she's like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm marrying an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't said yes yet. And then, anyway, so I turn back to the start and it's like, I remember the first time. Oh, and then like, you know, that feeling that just drops to the pity of stomach. I'm just like, oh my God. Because Nicole had didn't know, but only a few weeks earlier, I had been searching online for engagement rings. Oh. But and I and I had no idea because she's so extravagant and as she said, fierce. So I'm like, it has to be perfect. It has to be the most amazing ring ever. And I did like I even did like an online quiz. It was like, find the perfect ring for your partner. And of course the suggested ring was about ten thousand Australian dollars. And I'm like, okay, I'll just I'll just bookmark that. I'll I'll come back to it after the holiday. It's only been a couple of months she's been here, so it can wait a little bit. And yeah, then you know, we get to this, this book and this beautiful gesture, and I'm like, oh my god. And then she goes, you know, I'm like, I, I had that feeling drops in the pit of my stomach, and then I turn, she goes, turn to the last page. I turn to the last page, there's a little blue packet of paper, and inside and the is a silver ring. And then, yeah, she's just still staring at me, sweating a little bit, and I say, you have to ask me properly. And so she asked me, didn't get down on one knee, but whatever. Said, you know, <laughs> Will you marry me? And I'm like, yeah. Of course, you idiot. <laughs> and then, yeah, put the ring on, and then I think we went out and got breakfast. So, like, this is the cutest story ever. Like, this is such a fairy tale. And Nicole, it also shows because I, I know one other woman that's ever proposed to their husband. And so, like, it's such a power move. And I know this sounds. It's not. It it's so be. easy. No, no. And, like, but, but what I mean is a lot of women might wait to be proposed ah. to. But you're just like, no, I fucking want it. It's like when you move to Berlin, it's like, no, I want to date him. No, I want this, that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very inspiring. Just fucking go out and do it, you know? I mean, we're, we're at the point now where we, like, apply for jobs that we want and we do things that we want and we wear clothes that we want. Why shouldn't we do the things we want at our own time and term? Yeah, I think it comes like, down to people, like, feeling or fearing like rejection, I have so, right? I have so many friends that are at the age of, like, I am saying that I'm 29 now since over six years. So mm-hmm. I have friends that are, like, edging on 40 mm-hmm. and they're like, I just can't ask a man for a date. And I'm like... The fuck? Why? Yeah. Why? It's easier Why? For women, what right? is it? Yeah. Why? Yeah. No one's gonna say no. Yeah. What's the worst thing that can happen to you? The worst thing ever that can happen to you is a man being like slightly embarrassed and being like, oh, "I'm so sorry. I'm I'm taken 
Or saying and fuck no, no one, fuck <laughs> no one's ever going to say fuck off. Yeah. No mm. one. No. It's a compliment. No one. Yeah, it's a compliment, exactly. It's yeah. a compliment. We have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Zero things to lose. But Absolutely nothing. I don't understand why women don't ask men out more or don't propose <laughs> them more. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it, it's like historically, there's just men that were always doing the first move, wasn't it? And I think, you know, media has a lot to say in it. With movies and stuff, we get our education about love a lot of the time from movies. Mm. You know, the guy goes after the girl and... You know, I think, so I was listening to an ep uh, a podcast the other day of like, women have an idea that men should look a certain way because of the movies as well. We, we want the big sexy dudes that like the, um, oh, how do they call them? Like the mediocre guys can be just as great as, as the hot looking guys because mediocre guys probably have better personalities, sense of humor, all this. But, you know, the really pretty boys probably don't have personalities because they've been able to get away with their good looks for so long. So I think that's I a lot of it. Put both. Yeah, well, exactly. You know? but My I, God. But I, I think it does come down to just what women have been used to this whole time. Um, yeah. yeah I, I We've just, been conditioned. I, but, like, I come just, on. I, like, I, just, just, I just don't buy into that because yeah. if we go off, like, what media has told us, then, you know, court cases will be one of people getting a perm or not. Mm. You know, like, a little shout out to Legally Blonde there, but you know, it's it's, 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 it's stupid. Like, you know, I, 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 it, it I, might be I, stupid, I, but I have I been think told it's my right. whole life that I need to be tall, dark, and handsome. I'm like an average height, I am definitely not dark, and Nicole thinks I'm handsome, so that's good enough. So it's like, am I, am I, where, where I, not to meet Nicole, should I live my entire life thinking I'm not dark and I'm not really tall? Am I not good enough? That, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Mm. I mean, well, I agree, but I, I think as much as it sounds dumb, that is actually how it is for a lot of women that we're just afraid to make the first move. I can say for one, like growing up, the lads would always make the first move there. You go to the clubs, the lads would always make the first move. But there was often times when I was in university, I'd get shit face drunk. And that was a time where I had really low self-esteem, but I was quite confident because I didn't give a shit. Mm. But I kind of did give a shit. But when I was drinking, I just forgot all about it. And I used to hook up with lads all the time. Very easy. But then as time went on, I don't necessarily fear rejection. I'm just avoiding it. I just couldn't be arsed dealing with it, to be quite honest. And yeah, maybe that's why I'm still single. I just, I could put myself out there more, but I'm tired of it. You know, but go on. I feel I like there's a difference between hooking up with a guy in a random bar on a mm, random night. Absolutely. With no fear or want of a relationship and then like going after a relationship. But then we're like back to the problem of Berlin and Berlin lads. You know, and it's I don't not... know if it's a problem with Berlin. I think it's a problem with like you're thinking about. Oh, when I was younger, I had this like I could go out to bars and hook up with anyone. I did the same thing. It's in our culture. Mm -hmm. We're from like the, the island, the British Isles, and Ireland, <laughs> which is like very similar culture-wise. Mm -hmm. We just hook up with people on random nights out. Um, but actually, going after a date is a whole different thing because mm -hmm. it comes loaded. Mm -hmm. It comes loaded with, like, I want something from this, which is more than just a hookup. I think dating is a lot of what people don't expect in dating and relationships and everything else. It's like, you, it's, it, you have to put work in it. Like, you can't expect to sit in the corner and everyone's going to come to you. It's just stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, And I never believed in it because I never thought I'm particularly pretty or I'm particularly amazing. So I was just like, well, no, no one's going to fucking come to me. So I went out to the people and I made 
connections, I made relationships, I made lots of dates. Build that confidence. And to mm-hmm. build this confidence. And I think now if I would meet myself, I'm like, of course I want to date this person because she knows who she is. And I think that's the most important thing. It's like you will not find the person who will complete you if you don't know who you who you are. Mm-hmm. And like knowing yourself and standing up for yourself is the most important thing in dating life. And then, only then, for me, it was only then when I could be truly myself around someone else like Jordan. And he has seen and he knows my worst, like my my deepest downs, my depressive modes, like everything else. And I can still, and I still know he accepts, accepts me and like, well, I can still live with myself. Like only then, you will never find a partner if your mindset is like, I need a partner to complete myself. Oh, sure, yeah. And, I mean, oh, I you will, be, but it would be toxic. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I, I do think, though, that it is Berlin also, because I had a friend come on the show last week, and I think we spoke about it after. Kate was saying that, like, the thing about Berlin, she said, yeah, people are always saying, oh, no, it's my city, it's my city. Like, But, like, Berlin, the, the issue is there's four million of us here, and you can act like a dickhead and get away with it. If you live in a smaller town, you can't be a dickhead and get away with it. You can't be swiping until, you know, you've finished Tinder. Um you 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 have to kind of respect people more when there's less people there. And so in Berlin, you can dilute yourself, you can like hide away because it's just such a huge city, just full of... I mean, I want to say... I don't of, think anyone's going around Berlin being like, today I want to be a massive cock. No, but fellas can get away with jumping from girl to girl and running away from... So do their, girls. Yeah, but in my experience... So did I. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not blaming it all on fellas either. But I can only speak from my experiences that the fellas that I meet seem to just be running away from what they need to work on. But I don't think that's like a, a uniquely Berlin thing. Like Tokyo is like what three times the size of Berlin. Do you oh, think, how big is London? Do you think that like people are running around there being fuckboys? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I I don't think so. I mean, like I, I've only been once or twice. I haven't I've never dated there, but it's I just don't think I think it's like more of an attitude thing. Like, London's bigger than Berlin, New York's bigger than Berlin, like, there's so many places, like, you know, a dozen cities in, in China or more that are bigger than Berlin. It's the attitude thing. Everyone moves here with the same mentality of, like, I'm moving there to, like, be whoever I want and just be free and blah, blah, blah. And they don't want to be restricted. And then they get surprised when they meet other people who have similar attitude. So it's, it's yeah. a very interesting point. I mean, I say this, you know, with the outside perspective, because, you know, I never, I never dated in Berlin. I moved here when I was mm. married. But the thing about Berlin is, as well, it's such an openly uh, and sexually liberated city. You get all the sex clubs. You get all of the extra activities that go on in the clubs that you don't get in other cities, it's like especially in Ireland, where I'm coming from. I haven't dated in any other city, just Ireland, uh, in any other country, Ireland, and just Berlin then, you know? But, um, yeah, no, I... I I mean, I can only say from my experiences. I mean, I've definitely improved my dating methods in the last year. Also because I just don't really date regularly anymore because I couldn't be bothered, like, you know. Um, All right, well, then we'll end then on on a bit of dating advice. But I feel like this whole story was a huge just lesson on just be confident. Well, for my part, it's just like... I've had this huge episode of like being absolutely not confident but having to look confident because of my job because I like won prices and I was just like everyone thinks I'm like the thing but I was crumbling on the inside so I had to accept myself and like the thing with Jordan just really showed me like I am 
fantastic. And once I realize I'm fantastic, people around me are going to think I'm fantastic. It's that easy. It's that easy. If you of yourself think you are the best person, not every single day, but if you look in the mirror and you're like, fuck yeah, I'd date me. Just being proud of yourself. Yeah. It's not I'd go around the street and I'm like, I look fucking fierce. But that's my problem. I do think all that about myself. Yeah. I've actually felt like that since for the last four years or something. Yeah. Like, I actually like myself, therefore I'm probably single also because I'm not putting up with shit from fellas. Minus the guy last year who I fell in love with after three seconds, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, but then it's just a matter of time. Like, I think, like, love attracts love. Yeah. So if you love yourself, you will attract love that comes to you. You just, you just then <laughs> can't hide. Like you can, like once you've found yourself into a position that you actually like yourself, because you said that you now don't want to be bothered with dating. Like that's counterproductive. That I don't want to be <laughs> dating. It's like if you love yourself but you don't show anyone else, like that's counterproductive. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> exactly, you still need yeah, to go yeah. out and show yeah. the world. <laughs> and I, I you're like, hey, recently. you know what? Like, yeah. Look at me, I'm fucking fantastic. Yeah. Fucking lovely. <laughs> I think my dating advice would be, I see a lot of people like flogging a dead horse, doing the same shit over and over, whether it's Tinder or meeting people in clubs or blah, blah, blah. They have these repeated behaviors and then they get really surprised when it doesn't work out. They go, I met this guy in the line for Berghain. We hooked up a couple of times and then he ghosted me. Oh, really? Like I've heard that story a hundred times. Like, I mean, in my experience, like I've been on like, uh, I don't know, a hundred, 150 Tinder dates. Some ended with Wonderball. I met, I met one or two girlfriends, I think, for short periods through Tinder. But, you know, ultimately it was what I, I took a chance. I flew to the other side of the world to, to see someone who I wasn't that sure would be receptive to what I wanted. And I think like, you know, you don't have to do that. But it's just being receptive to trying new things. It's like you see a cute guy or girl in a bookshop or like you see, you do what Nicole did. You see someone on the street, you go mm. up and talk to them. And I think like you know, women should be making the first move a lot more because mm. they're fucking fantastic. And they mm. should show that confidence because it's really sexy. Mm -hmm. it's, amazing. It's, a, it's, it's great for guys or, you know, anyone who's attracted to women to, to have that. So I think just, you know, if you see yourself in these repeated patterns of behavior, of behavior, take yourself out of it and try something different. Like, you know, it, it, may, it, it makes me upset to hear you say that, you know, you're just not dating anymore. You're just kind of pulling away from it because, like, you're fantastic. You should be out there, but it's just maybe... That's true, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But maybe it's not swiping on Tinder and maybe it's not, like, you know, going to a, a bar full of lads. Maybe it's somewhere else. Maybe it's something else. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. See who's around. Well, lads, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. That was stunning. A what, a, what a story. What a time Love to be alive. Too. What a time to be alive. Love Cheers, lads. Cheers. Hi lads, thank you so much again for listening and I really hope you enjoyed the show. For more episodes, please do like, share and subscribe. And I also want to hear about your dating experiences, no matter what city, no matter what country you're living in, please do get in touch. You can reach out to me on Instagram at datinginberlin underscore book, or you can email me at datinginberlinbook at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.